Have you ever felt like giving up and quitting? That you've put in all the time and the effort and it just seems like nothing good is coming from it? I know I can relate to how that's been. I'm sure most of you out there can. If you can't, well then just feel free to turn us off and ignore us because you are the minority. But for most of us, I know we... And you are a very, very blessed group then. Yeah, because I know most of us have felt like I've done all of this and I just, I can't do it anymore. I'm so tired. But that's not the way we're supposed to be. We're supposed to put in the time and the effort and see the results in the end. And there are stories in the Bible that relate to that where you see people who've put in all the time and put in all the work and followed exactly what God's told them to do and you're just sitting there like, why is this happening? And the moral of the story is don't give up because on the other side, at the end of the rainbow, of the finish line, is all the things God promises you. You know, we think of the scripture, be not weary in well-doing, Galatians 6, you shall reap in due season if you don't quit, if you faint not. That's lovely and it's <laughs> biblical and I love it, but sometimes when you're in the middle of the mess, then you go keep going to the same Galatians 6, be not deceived, God is not mocked, whatsoever a person soweth, that and only that shall he also reap. That's also wonderful. But in the middle of the mess, even quoting those scriptures as good as they are and saying, I refuse to quit, I refuse to give up, there's also that side of you that is human that wants to give up. So I remembered a story, and I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, because I was thinking about Jordan. And I remember that Jordan is my first living child that I got to keep, but she was my fourth pregnancy. And I remember going through all things after being told at 18 I'd never have kids, and one surgery after another after another, and a lot of heartache. And I remember going to your grandfather, um, my father-in-law, Oral Roberts, and saying to him, I, I, I can't do this anymore, I just quit. My doctor actually said to me, why are you torturing yourself like this? I mean, it was a lot of trauma. Um, it was a couple of miscarriages. It was a child that lived a day and a half. One of the miscarriages went a very long term, and it was like, I'm done. And in the middle of it all, your grandfather said something very unusual to me. He said, okay, you can quit. But if you do, what's on the other side of your miracle waiting for you to believe? I didn't know because I was believing for children. I was believing God. I didn't know Jordan. I hadn't had her yet. But there was something very interesting about the comment that he made that made me assess everything that there's a lot more to the other side of the story. Remember Paul Harvey used to say the rest, of the, the rest of the story that we may not even really realize how powerful and important it is if we quit in the middle. And I began to think about David and the scripture tells us that David was pursued and he was overtaken. We're talking about David in Ziklag. He was pursued and he was overtaken. When you keep on going, the rest of the story says he recovered it all. But Jordan, what would have happened if David, like me, felt like he was pursued and stopped there? That's ugly. Or pursued and overtaken. That's worse. But what's really bad is on the other side of pursued and overtaken, if he had just continued, David recovered it all. And I think so many times we get weary in our well-doing, we are pursued, we feel like we've been overtaken, and then we quit. When recovered it all is just around the corner. It's easy, I know for me at least, I, I find myself, 
I'm the type of person that I don't want to wonder. I don't want a what if. That I think some people may be okay with not knowing, well, what if this had happened? What if? I like to know what would have happened. And the yeah. only way to find that out is to pursue whatever it is. And then in the end, you have the result and you know what to do with it. And if it's not what you want, well, move on or change the path or whatever it is. But the what ifs hanging over me personally drive me crazy. Yeah. So even in the middle of something where I just want to give up, it would annoy me to no end if I didn't get to the end yeah. of the story. I don't know what it is about me that specifically like what ifs or unfinished. You have tenacity about you. you do, you've I don't know if it's that, it's, it's, but it's not because I necessarily want to finish the job. It's that an unresolved ending drives me crazy. <laughs> like I just can't stand it. Like if, even if I start a book that I hate, I have to finish it because leaving, <laughs> have it, to know the end. leaving it unresolved and leaving the ending open drives me nuts. But that same thing applies in other areas too that it, I have to know the end. Yeah. I have to know how it would finish. And if I give up, I'm never gonna know what's on the other side of that. Yeah. And for me, that helps me even in the frustrating times or the times when you're doing all the work and nothing is happening to know, okay, I've got to get to the other side to see what's there. There is something there. Because there's something there. Yeah. Or or you sometimes you just have to pursue and, and along the way you find yourself learning the things that you need or learning a lesson that is sometimes extremely important. Sometimes the journey is more valuable than the yeah, end. Yeah, it's an annoying <laughs> phrase, but there's a point. But, but there, is an, there is something to that because sometimes it's what you learn along the way that really is the lesson the thing that you needed mm -hmm. all along <clears throat> the takeaway the point is very simple it's easy for us to walk off in the middle of the story without realizing hold on another 17 minutes there's a happy ending and you wouldn't know that if you left at the midway point and never got to the end of That's the story right. and sometimes you get to the end of whatever it is and it doesn't turn out the way you want and yeah you know what that sucks We've all been there. You put your time and your effort and your heart into something and the end result is not what you want. And, and it's disappointing and that's natural. But sometimes even with the disappointing ending, you find what you need along the way or yeah. you learn something along the way. Or at least for me, I know that I know that the end was disappointing. I'd rather know that it was disappointing in the end and have finished the, the course, course than to just sit around and wonder because the wondering just drives me nuts. But the truth is, when you see something that is worth pursuing, like you said, finish it to the end. Be not weary in your well-doing, for you shall reap in due season if you don't quit, if you don't give up. I think that we have learned microwaves. We've learned drive-throughs. We've learned the microwave miracle, push a button, 60 seconds, dinner's ready. Drive through the line and you yell at the people in the line if they're not, you know, get your whole dinner in 20 seconds or less. I could not make a hamburger and I could not make a shake, nor could I make those french fries in 20 seconds or less and, you know, just chill. And at that point, there is that microwave society where we're used to having everything in an instant, instant answers or change the course. But sometimes we need to understand God has us on this pathway don't get weary, hang in there. Maybe you've been pursued, maybe you've been overtaken, but the Bible talks about hanging in there until you feel how God wants you to recover it all. I happen to be the kind of person that I do believe I'm in for the long haul, but I can get frustrated along the journey. So I have to tell myself down flesh, get to the end of the journey. I think it's easy for anybody to get frustrated in the middle of something, especially when some things take a really long time, yeah. beyond the normal amount of time. Whatever it is, sometimes it, it may take years of waiting. 
it is hard to not just throw in the towel at some point and just walk away. But you'll never know what's on the other side. You'll never know all of the amazing things that God has for you if you don't wait to find out the ending. And yeah. he does want you to have all those things. And he does have something on the other side, even if you're frustrated in the waiting. And believe me, I've been frustrated in the waiting for lots of things. But that is the time that you grow and you learn. And it's when you don't have what you want and what you need that you really learn to trust God. It's not the times that times are good. Those are not the times yeah. that you really learn to trust him. It's when the times are bad and when something's going wrong it's that true. you really have to take. That's when all of a sudden you start praying more and you start talking to you're him more. And more. Yeah, those are the times. It's not the good times. In the good times, you're happy and you're doing your own thing and everything's going well and it's great. And I like those times too. Don't misunderstand. But it's in the times that are hard and the times that you're not getting what you want, that you really learn to trust God. And that's where you really learn to grow. You know, your daddy has a sermon, and I've heard your grandfather say it in kind of different ways, but how do you know God to be a way maker until you've lost your way? How do you know him to be a peacemaker until you've lost your peace? How do you know him to be a provider until you've lost your provision? There is a certain element that you learn about God, and you learn about yourself, and then you learn about your connection with God, you and God together on that journey. And I don't like to toss this out there, but they are some of the most valuable times I've ever had in my life because they are learning experiences. Maybe the next time it'll be a whole lot easier. Maybe the next time it'll be a whole lot harder, but I grew and I can understand the battle more. But I do know this. The Bible says don't be weary in your well-doing. Make sure it's the well-doing according to what God has planned. But if it is, don't be weary in that well-doing. There is a reaping. Like I said earlier, um, I come pregnancy one, two, and three, and surgeries and all that, I was in the giving up mode. Well, four was Jordan, so look what I would have missed, and then five, and then six. You know, I have three beautiful daughters, but I was ready to quit at three. Three pregnancies, miscarriages, deaths, all this other stuff. My harvest came at four, five, and six. But what if I had listened to my battle in my mind as opposed to what God had for me? There was a lot I would have missed out. So. Don't be weary in your well-doing. Pray about it. Ask God. Ask God to give you strength. And it goes back to that scripture, Jordan. I know it sounds like a lighthearted scripture, but it's strong. I can do all things, Philippians 4, through Christ who gives me the strength. So in the middle of not having strength, you can do it through Christ, and he'll give you the strength. And there are lots of times in our lives where the battle is raging and there's no end in sight. And the tunnel is dark and there's no light anywhere to be found. But those really are the times that you you find yourself learning and growing and trusting in God. And I promise you, if you don't give up, what's on the other side will be worth finding out the answer to. You'll find something in it that God has blessed you with or that he's showing you or teaching you or surprising you with. Yeah. So in the middle of the battle, don't give up. There's more on the other side. And believe us when we say we know it sucks in the middle sometimes. But don't give up because there's more on the other side. Don't quit. Stay the course. Bottom line. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link for more information. Remember, anytime you need prayer, we want to pray with you. Go to oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777.